Welcome to the Channel for Grace Uncut podcast. This is a deep dive into my life, my stories, my experiences, the things that I love to talk about, the things that inspire me, and my thoughts and observations about the world. This is a podcast where you'll mostly find me sharing myself uncensored, but where you will also meet amazing guests and hear about topics that will inspire you to keep learning, to keep searching for your truth, and to guide you to be unapologetically you. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I feel so ecstatic right now because I'm literally recording this podcast episode on the day of this full moon lunar eclipse in Gemini. And this is the day that this podcast comes out. And this eclipse is a portal. This eclipse is a Pleiadian portal. It's aligned with the fixed star Aldebaran and the other fixed star Antares. And it is just this magical door that is opening for us to receive information, for, to, for us to activate our mission in this life. And that's my passion. My passion is to help you as a listener, as a starseed, as a lightworker, however you identify yourself, is to help you to connect to your mission, to remember who you are, to remember where you come from, and then to step into your, your purpose, your mission, and take your power back and step into your power. And that is, it, with everything that I do, that is the main uh, purpose in my life that helps to move my mission forward. So today, the topic that we're going to talk about on this powerful full moon lunar eclipse in Gemini is the topic of the nodal axis. And I'm talking about the north node and the south node in your chart. We normally think of them as your life purpose and your karmic patterns, but there's so much more when you start to unravel this topic of the nodal axis, you see that there's so much symbolism, there's so much power held within this axis. And in this episode, I want to uncover that. I want to like take the veil off so that you can understand your own nodal axis and so that you can learn how these nodes play such an important role in you also understanding your mission and what you chose to work on and to work with and to actualize and to embody and to learn more of in this lifetime. So what are the nodes? The nodal axis is one of the most revealing aspects in a natal chart. We refer to them as the nodes of the moon. And the interesting thing about the nodes is that they're not actually physical planetary bodies, but more like mathematical positions where the orbit of the moon and the ecliptic, which is the, the line that we kind of draw around, you know, our solar system that holds all the constellations of the zodiac, it's where that, where those two meet. These points are significant because they indicate where the eclipses will be happening, in what sign. There's one point that points north, and that's the north node, and one point that points south. And they're always opposing each other in a natal chart. And I know that there's some programs that only show the, only show the north node. Well, you already know where your south node is because when you see where your north node is, the south node is going to be exactly in the opposite point at the same exact degree in the exact opposite sign. So in essence, the nodes and this, you know, this um, opposition means that, you know, when you look at a natal chart, which in essence is a circle. It's a 360 degrees. It's sacred geometry, um, and it's really beautiful. And this circle is split into 12 sections or 12 pieces of the pie, which are the signs, the 12 zodiacs. You will always see the north node in one sign and the south node exactly opposite 
that point on the chart. In Vedic astrology, the nodes are referred to as the head and the tail of the dragon. The north node is the head of the dragon, it's called Rahu, and the south node is the tail of the dragon, it's called Ketu. This is significant because it helps explain the essence of the nodes or the meaning of the nodes. The, the head of the dragon has eyes. It can see. It also has a mouth, which means it can take in food. It can take in information. It means it's always hungry for more. It can, it can kind of um, absorb things. It can take new energy into it. The tail of the dragon cannot see, and it expels what is no longer necessary. It releases. It lets go. When you compare this to the astrological meaning of the nodes, where the north node is your destiny and life purpose, and the south node is your karmic past, the lessons and what you're letting go of, you can see that imagining the dragon's head and the dragon's tail actually makes sense. The dragon is also a very significant animal in terms of like an animal spirit or in terms of its um, metaphysical energy, what it can teach us. It is a, a very mystical and mythical creature. It breathes fire. It can also fly. It's often depicted as this kind of scary or sometimes dangerous creature, something that needs to be defeated. Slaying the dragon is often a part of many ancient stories. And when you connect this ancient mythological story of the slaying of the dragon to the nodal axis in a chart, you realize that slaying the dragon is about freeing ourselves from the past, from our karmic chains, from anything that holds us back from moving forward and discovering ourselves anew. So the slaying of the dragon is the understanding of the role that the south node plays in our chart. According to the animal spirit guidebook, the oracle cards, the dragon is about seeing one's most true self and also balancing the ego. I'm going to read to you from this guidebook. And the dragon sees everything. Its essence has been with us since before our first breath and will be there at our last. It watches us navigate the external world as well as our inner world. When dragon energy is awakened, we are courageous, we are visionary, and can easily drop into witness consciousness. It is almost as if we're traveling with a great friend inside of ourselves. When we look in the mirror, deep into our eyes, we may even glimpse the self behind the self, the one who is watching us. See, that's very significant there because that totally speaks of the soul. And when you look at the nodal axis, the soul is the being that's watching us. Our soul is the one that has chosen this path, that has chosen this uh, incarnation and to, to do what it needs to do to fulfill its mission and its purpose. And that is the watcher. That, that is that dragon energy. This is the power of the dragon, breathing transformative fire into every cell of our bodies. Witnessing this omnipotent energy, even for a brief moment, helps us surrender and let go. We let the dragon guide us. We hop on its back for a ride, and as we traverse even the most difficult terrain, 
the dragon's eyes see beauty everywhere. So this is perfect explanation of how we let go of the past and we look forward towards the future. We let go of the south node and we move towards the north node. It is said that if a yogi does not see beauty in the world, their agni, their agni is dim. Agni is described as inner fire or sacred intelligence. May even just the mention of the dragon stir the embers of intelligence in you. So the dragon is connected to the third chakra, which is called the Manipura chakra and is actually the solar plexus. This chakra is the place of willpower, of action, of fire, of passion. In essence, moving forward, taking action towards your goals, activating your willpower to make decisions and burning with the fire of passion. In the book, the, you know, this third chakra, this energy is described as this. The subtle energy of the dragon lives at the navel center in the Manipura chakra. Manipura translates to the city of hidden gems. How beautiful is that? And behind its gates burns the fire of our transformation and digestion. The sages believe health of the fire at the navel center is what governs our ability to clearly see both the inner and the outer dimensions. So when we activate our solar plexus chakra, we are living with purpose. We are following our north star. Using the dragon as the archetype of this nodal axis gives us so much to work with in terms of understanding this dynamic. So we're going to break it down in astrological terms. The North Node is our destiny. It shows us where we are heading. It is our North Star. When we focus on what the North Node is asking of us, we feel, we feel fulfilled. We feel like we are fulfilling ourselves. The South Node is our karmic past. It's the lessons that we have learned. But it also is our gifts that we came into this life with, which we can use to help us access our North Node. We can get stuck in the South Node because it is similar to territory, familiar territory, and we feel comfortable with that energy. But if we don't move outside of our comfort zone, which is the North Node, we will never achieve what we came here to do. We have to remember that astrology is very closely tied with the idea, the belief of reincarnation, which is the belief that we have lived many lives. And if you want to take it even further, the idea that we are simultaneously living many lives at the same time in different dimensions and timelines. But that's for, that's for another discussion. But reincarnation and astrology say that our soul chose something to work on in this lifetime that would help it grow. Many believe that life on earth is magical because it is a place where we can grow, where we can manifest, and where we have free will to choose the outcome. I don't believe that astrology is fated. I believe that we get to choose where we go and what we manifest with our actions, with our thoughts, with our ideas, etc. It's not deterministic to me. And that is why you can have two people with the same natal chart, such as twins, but who ultimately have very different personalities and life missions based on how they choose to express the blueprint of their personality, which is marked by their natal chart. So in essence, your natal chart is that blueprint of your personality. 
And it's the beginning, it's the starting point, it's the map, but you can follow the map, you can go wherever you want, but it's not determined that it's going to end up this way because this planet is a planet of free will. And they say that this human experience is a coveted one. It is one that many people want to experience. Dolores Cannon has spoken a lot about this topic. And she says that when we come into this world as a human being, we have to experience what it is like to be every form of life. So starting with a rock, like an inanimate object, and then move up to the ladder of consciousness, so to speak. She even says that we have to be a female many times and then a male many times before we fully grasp or before we fully understand the experience at a soul level or before we ascend to a higher level of consciousness. Now, this applies to beings that are on the karmic path, that are, you know, reincarnating or learning their lessons or choosing to grow or not to grow and then reincarnating again and either choosing a different lesson or choosing to experience a different perspective of that same lesson. Dolores Cannon also talks about how, you know, she, you can choose to experience that same thing in many different ways. For example, you can choose to experience a family as the wife, as the husband, as the child, as the the pet. You can choose all, you can choose to experience that same situation in so many perspectives and you'll go lifetime after lifetime learning more about it from every point of view and then growing and moving forward or ascending higher, etc., etc. But this brings up a very interesting topic, which Dolores Cannon also talks about. And this is the three waves of volunteers. This also brings up the topic that Dolores Cannon also spoke about, which is the fact that karma is no longer happening, that the wheel of karma has stopped and we are now on a new timeline, a higher dimension where the next phase of earth is a great awakening of souls and a timeline shift into a new world the ascension of the planet. Right now, we're experiencing a very powerful full moon lunar eclipse in Gemini that is activating at a very deep level the consciousness of humanity, asking us to step into our truth and create a new world, a new environment where we live fulfilled because we trust in our own power to live in truth and recognize the difference between our own truth, our own reality, and the collective truth. Right now, we're being asked by the universe to activate a new timeline, to step into purpose because this is a north node eclipse so that we may recognize our power to manifest the most beautiful timeline, the most beautiful reality, a new world, essentially. I have to take all of this into consideration when I look at the nodal axis in a chart, because I know that there are beings on this planet that are here to fulfill a very specific mission, yet they are not bound by the karmic laws of this planet. These beings chose to come to earth at this time to help in the great awakening and the great transition of the planet. And when their work is done, they will go back to where they came from, which can be a different dimension, a different galaxy, a different star system. And they say, and I've heard this, and I don't know how much this resonates with, with, with people, but, you know, I've heard that a lot of the three waves of volunteers, and this is something that Dolores Cannon also talked about, is that a lot of these volunteers or these star seeds or these light workers, they have chosen not to have children, or they feel that they're not, like having children is not something that they desire because they have a mission and when you have children, part of the, ex- the experience of having a child is part of that karmic wheel. 
part of that karmic cycle. And so in order for you to fulfill your mission and not get stuck on earth in that in those karmic cycles, a lot of a lot of star seeds, they intuitively choose not to have children. I don't know how much that resonates. And I also do having said that, I also believe that if you are a star seed and you have children that it's not that you chose to get stuck on this planet either sometimes part of your mission can also be to bring another star seed into the world i mean I mean who best to train another star seed than a star seed you know what i'm saying so like this is like the future of humanity the collective conscience so so the both of those things exist at the same time the desire to be so focused on mission that, you know, having children is not part of your mission and, and the part of the mission that maybe you did choose to, to bring in a star seed being into this world. So when you're looking at the, the nodal axis in someone's chart, it's important to also see if there are any starseed markings in their chart, which may indicate that they are one of these beings or one of these uh, waves of volunteers. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because this part of my mission is to help these beings remember who they are and step into mission. Usually people intuitively know whether this is the case or not. And I believe that we live in an age where astrology is coming back into the mainstream eye and calling, you know, star seeds attention so that they can remember where they come from, remember their mission and step into their power. This is the focus that I have chosen to take in my work. And by looking at my natal chart, you can see why. I actually talked about my own chart on YouTube for this Gemini Eclipse video, which you can watch on my YouTube channel called Channel for Grace. Um, but I was born to do this. This is part of my starseed mission. And it is very clear in my chart. When you look at my nodal axis, North Node Gemini in the 12th house, conjunct Venus, the sun, my rising sign is there too, my Chiron, my uh, solar eclipse, my prenatal solar eclipse in Gemini, uh, and my north node right there and all in the 12th house. And this is a very like, this is a channeled energy that I was born to channel these messages. And so it's very clear in my chart when you look at it, that there's so many of these starseed markings that I am a cosmic soul that has come here. I am one of these waves of volunteers that is here to help awaken humanity. And my south node is in Sagittarius, which is also aligned with Antares. It's interesting because this eclipse is actually exactly aligned with my nodes. So I'm going through a nodal return. And I'm also going through this activation, this portal activation right now. And if you have north node Gemini or any Gemini energy in your chart, this eclipse is also really strongly affecting your chart. So... For those of us that have or that identify as a starseed, when you look at the nodal axis, we can see it as what we cho chose to help us fulfill our mission in this lifetime and when or in this incarnation. And when we look at the south node, this is the wisdom that we bring with us from where we come from. And although I still use the word karmic lessons when I describe the nodes, you can understand it as the gifts that you already have within you that you can also use to help you fulfill your mission. So this is a very relevant topic right now. You know, with this transition, this great year of 2020, moving into 2021, the Aquarian age, the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction that's, you know, happening on December 21st, these two eclipses that are happening right before this, right before the year ends, and then all the Aquarius energy that's coming next year. This is about embodying heaven on earth. This is about being tapped in. This is about being connected. And right now is the perfect time to do this. And that's why this topic is so 
relevant right now because so many people are are wanting answers. They're wanting, they need to know why is everything happening the way it's happening? What is going on with the world? What what do I need to do? How can I prepare? What what can I focus on? What do it's like everything just like went up in the air and it feels chaotic, but there's ways to ground yourself. There's ways to to travel through the storm where you stay in the eye of the storm and you don't let the chaos of the outside part of the storm get to you. Funny that I say that because this eclipse is literally aligned with the eye of the bull in the Taurus constellation, the star of Aldebaran, which is one of the royal stars, royal fixed stars, and the eye of Horus. So it's like this, this, this symbolism of staying in the eye of the storm where it's calm and but it, there's chaos around you but you're calm that's why this is significant in 2020 and 2021 and that's why I wanted to talk about this in this podcast so what I'm going to do next is I'm going to go through all of the nodal axis axes and I'm going to I'm going to give you a little insight into each one like what does it mean if your north node is in Aries what does it mean if your north node is in Taurus and we're going to go through all the signs so you can have a, an idea of how to begin to activate this energy how to begin to think about it in your chart and it, this is not the only thing that points towards destiny, but it is one of the things that people love to look at in a chart because it is an identifier of life purpose and past lives. So you can look at so many other things that can help you understand what your true mission is, but this is one of them. So this is one of the tools in astrology that we use to do this. So if you were born with your north node in Aries and your your south node in Libra, your life purpose is to learn to be independent and free, to not be afraid to take action in life, to focus on yourself and to explore new horizons. You have to learn to also depend on yourself and on your own skills. And with the south node in Libra in a past life, and this can be this life, earlier in this life, or literally in a past life, you may have been too engulfed in relationships, too enmeshed, too codependent. Identifying yourself with your relationships feels really comfortable, but that keeps you from reaching out towards your north star. It keeps you from being free and having new experiences all on your own. Aries North Node is about discovering who you are, your identity outside of your relationships, of how your relationships define you. If you have your North Node in Taurus and your South Node in Scorpio, Your life purpose is to find balance, stability, and security, to make practical plans about achieving financial success and bringing money in, to allow yourself to relax and enjoy your material world, your possessions, those things that make you feel good. It's about letting yourself feel the pleasures of the material world and finding success success through stability. This placement is also about learning to earn your own money through your own efforts versus having money given to you from outside sources. This is the sacred divine feminine. This is Venus ruled sign. And if you had that North Node in Aries, that's a, that's a Mars ruled sign. So that's that warrior energy. But for Taurus, this is Venus. This is sensuality. This is the priestess. This is the goddess. Like, let yourself enjoy the fruit of life. With a south node in Scorpio in a past life, your life was way too dramatic. You may have been involved in some scandals, some secrets, some deception, some jealousy, and intense commotion. Too much drama creates stress. But somehow 
That seems to be your comfort zone. You have to go out of your comfort zone and try to leave behind the drama in the, of the past to walk out of the underworld and come up and actually live on earth with the goddess and the empress energies. If you were born with North Node Gemini and South Node Sagittarius, your life purpose is to express yourself. You're also going through a nodal return right now. It's to engulf yourself in living life in the moment, facing reality head on. It's about indulging your curiosities, being a communicator, a channel, and daring to risk your security for a life of adventure. Your life's purpose is to tell your truth and to share your stories so that others may awaken and reflect on their own. In a past life, you may have been the sage or the master that traveled up to the mountaintop to meditate in the cave until he or she became enlightened, the Buddha. You understand the world through a higher perspective. You've experienced yourself expand by way of higher learning and higher knowledge. You may feel like you have a lot of knowledge to share and you do, but this time around, it's time to use your skills that you learn and bring them back to the people. It's time to come down from the mountaintop and live out your days learning about the day-to-day world. If you were born with your north node in the sign of Cancer and your south node in the sign of Capricorn, your life purpose is to find what your heart truly desires and to live it. I forgot to say that the North Node Gemini is a mercurial energy, Hermes, the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, Egyptian alchemy, magic, all of those things are hermetic and Gemini energy. But with the North Node in Cancer, this is the moon. This is the rule ruled by the moon and the intuition and also the goddess and the priestess. So your life purpose is to find what is your what is your heart what your heart truly desires and to live it your life purpose is to learn to nurture yourself and your own family to focus on what is home to you but like home is where the heart is it doesn't have to be home and family but where do you feel home this lifetime is about moving away from duty and into comfortability It is very important for you to pay attention to what your heart needs, to actually listen deeply to your emotions, let them express themselves and not restrict them in any way. In a past life, you may have been overburdened and focused so much on your career or duty that there was little room for your emotions. In a past life, you focus so much on being out in the world, accomplishing powerful things that would bring you recognition. But now you're ready to focus more on giving of yourself to your family and your loved ones. You need to move away from being too practical and too disciplined and needing to live by the rules and the regulations and move towards being more in your heart space and in your intuitive space and in your sacred divine feminine. doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. We have feminine and masculine qualities within us and we can activate them both. And this Cancer North Node is about that it is the feminine by way of the rulership of the moon if you have your north node in leo and your south node in aquarius your life purpose is to learn to have fun again to let your creative side out your passion to shine brightly and allow yourself to be seen and valued for who you are You are to create loving connections with others in order to heal the sense of being the outsider or the persecuted one. 
In a past life, you may have been persecuted or exiled from participating in things. You may have felt like you have always been watching from the sidelines. You may have been disengaged, distant, and even aloof. But now it's time to take center stage and find your full expression. This is a sign, Leo North Node, that is ruled by the sun. So where's the sun in your chart? And this is important too because the sun lights up our whole world. The sun is our star in our solar system. So that's why it's ruled by this Leo energy because Leo wants to fully express itself, to put itself out there. And all it can do is shine bright. That's all it knows how to do. And that's the energy that you're learning to activate within you, to let go of that past and to move into your North Star to shine your brightest. If you have that north node in Virgo and south node in Pisces, this is a beautiful, magical dynamic. North node Virgo, south node Pisces, and even north node Pisces and south node Virgo. This duality between the sixth and the twelfth house is really powerful. So your life purpose is to step into service, is to find practical ways of serving the world, As a Virgo North Node, your destiny is to bring order, harmony, healing, and practical wisdom into your life and the lives of those you touch. This nodal alignment is important because Virgo rules the 6th house and Pisces rules the 12th house. So with a North Node in Virgo, you're essentially pulling from the higher self, the higher knowing, the divine knowledge, the Akashic records, and bringing that information into this three-dimensional reality. You are in essence being asked to anchor the nine dimensions, to anchor the light, and to trust your intuition as you are deeply guided by the knowledge that you came into this world with. In a past life, you were highly connected to the mystical merged with the divine you may have also lived a life of being lost in a world of illusion and dreams in this life however it's time to come back to reality and to see everything from a practical point of view if you have your north node in libra and your south node in aries your life purpose is to move away from being so independent and to move towards being more trusting of others to help you and to move towards collaboration and towards relationships as a new learning environment for you. I did forget to mention that with Virgo, the ruling sign is Mercury, so it's mercurial and it's magical, but it's also Chiron. Chiron also rules that Virgo energy and it's healing. It's the wounded healer, the golden healer. So with this North Zone in Libra, um, you feel really comfortable doing everything on your own and you're independent, but this time you need to explore what the world would be like if you allowed others in. Another aspect of a Libra North Node is to cultivate the desire to see all sides of the picture, to find balance in your life and to release your addiction to passion, ambition, and anger as personal fuel. It is to find ways to be more nurturing and engage with things that are beautiful and healing for you. In a past life, you were on the hero's journey. You were very independent. You were self-appointed you were courageous, you were highly charged, you may have also been really stressed out and prone to fits of anger. Now it's time to release this urge to do it all on your own and step into serenity in your life. And that is a Venus-ruled energy. North Node Libra is ruled by the goddess as well. So this is about relationships. This is about beauty, harmony. All of that is ruled by Venus. If you were born with your North Node in Scorpio and your South Node in Taurus, your life purpose is to learn to live life to the fullest, to dive right into things and explore the depth, the depth of possibilities. 
to indulge in the dark pleasures of life and to surrender to learning from your dark side. Scorpio North Node asks you to step out of your comfort zone like never before, to explore the realms of the unknown and the darker side of life. So you are in essence also being asked to make peace with your inner scorpion who stings. <laughs> so in a past life, you had a lot of security. You focused on the material side of things. You desire to be surrounded by the comfortable. But in this life, you will actually be surrounded by the uncomfortable because more than anything else, Scorpio North Node brings transformative change. And this is extremely unpleasant for someone who's used to security, who's used to lack of change, who's used to the stability that Taurus comes with. You're used to that. So you got to learn to take a little more risks in life. If you are North Node Sagittarius and South Node Gemini right now, you're having the opposite nodal return. So you're feeling a little off right now because right now collectively we're being asked to move towards Gemini, but you on your own individual level, you're being asked to move towards um, Sagittarius, which is where the South Node is right now. So this creates a little bit of a funky energy for you. You may feel a little bit off as we transition <laughs> through this 18 month cycle of the nodes in North Node Gemini, South Node Sagittarius. Your life purpose is to explore the world, to learn new things, to study, to expand your horizons. This is a Jupiter ruled energy. And I keep forgetting to do, to tell you the rulership, but the North node Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. And so that Pluto energy is like, who power, the underworld, Hades, it's intense. It's an intense energy. It's an intense North Node. But coming back to North Node in Sag, this is ruled by Jupiter. So this is about exploring your faith, integrating the spiritual into your life, and to experience what it's like to be free. You are being called on a spiritual journey of self-discovery of discovering the truth, of climbing to the mountaintop in search for enlightenment and to integrate higher philosophies into your life. You are being called to be independent and a truth teller. In a past life, you were so engulfed in the day-to-day -day that you never got a chance to explore the higher realms of spirit. You also could not focus your energy on one thing and you may have been an overdoer or too clever for your own good. You also may have not been able to commit because you wanted to keep your options open, but now it's time to find that commitment to exploration, commitment to finding knowledge, commitment to finding truth, commitment to finding your faith, commitment to having a spiritual experience. And that's powerful. If you were born with the North Node in Capricorn and the South Node in Cancer, your life purpose is to learn to have integrity. North Node Capricorn is ruled by Saturn and he is the he's a wisdom, he's a wise teacher or the crone energy or the wise wild woman who brings in that knowledge, that, that magic that comes from experience. And this is also, this Capricorn energy is about building a legacy. So you're, you're here to build a legacy, to follow your ambition and your self-confidence and become successful at whatever you choose to do. Your life purpose is also to commit to your goals and to reach them by learning to work hard every single day, little by little, to make them happen. Your life purpose is to work hard every day. It's to also be recognized for your accomplishments and your hard work. You're being asked to step into wisdom in this life and to move from being de independent to being independent. 
in a past life, you focus so much on your home life, on feeling comfortable, and on being too emotional. In a past life, your emotions did not allow you to see reality sometimes, and you were so engulfed in relationships that you could never imagine yourself making it in the world alone without the love of others by your side and to help you and to nurture. So in this lifetime, you're becoming more of a provider than a homemaker, more of a high achiever needing to make clear boundaries with people and allow yourself to do that. This is learning how to be more disciplined in life and to follow your ambitions. If you were born with your North Node in Aquarius and your South Node in Leo, your life purpose is to be different, is to be unique. You are ruled by the planet, this North Node is ruled by the planet Uranus, who is a revolutionary. You are a revolutionary by nature. Your job is to shake things up to innovate is to focus on the people on the group on the collective you may find yourself having dreams of making the world better for humanity or having visions of the future or you may find yourself finding ways to help with organizations that help humanity in some way you also yearn to dance to the rhythm of your own drumbeat to be different and to enjoy it. You are meant to have big visions of the future and follow your own path and be the innovator of new ideas for the future of humanity. You're here to help usher in the Aquarian age. In a past life, you were the center of attention. You may have been a king or a queen and looked down on the people. But now you're on the side of the people, ready to read, to lead the revolution. It's also time for you to share your gifts with the world and do it in a warm and loving way. And if you have the North Node in Pisces and the South Node in Virgo, there's that magical connection again. And this is a Neptune-ruled North Node, which is about dreams and the divinity and the divine and the connection to the Akashic Records and channeling. So your life purpose is to fully engulf yourself into the divine, into the mystical. You're here to merge with God. And to also let your intuition and your psychic powers guide you. You are here to transcend the boundaries, to unveil what is hidden and unseen. Your imagination is meant to run wild and you are to use it to be creative. The universe is asking you to explore the deep psyche and the subconscious mind. You are here to bring magic into the world. In a past life, you may have doubted yourself. You struggled and you stressed yourself out about all the little things that did not matter. You need to release issues of lack of self-confidence, of guilt and shame brought on by stress and self-judgment and step into divine knowing. In this lifetime, you're meant to release any limiting beliefs you have about yourself and the life in general because you're here to show the world that anything is possible and that dreams can come into reality. And I wanted to share with you uh, a few um, famous people that have, you know, um, that are known for very specific thing and explore their nodal axis before we finish off this podcast episode. 
just to give you a little bit of example. So I'm going to just go through a couple of charts here and tell you what this person's nodal axis is. And then you can see if you know them, it's easy to study celebrities because or it's really fun to study celebrities because then you can see how, you know, you know their story, you know their life. And usually celebrities are very much um, or famous people are very much um, connected to their their life purpose. And that's why they, they become famous, because they were so aligned with their purpose and their mission. So the first example I have is Kurt Cobain. And Kurt Cobain was, he, he, he actually, I think he, um, he committed suicide, but he was, um, he was a Pisces sun and he had a lot of Pisces energy in his chart. He had Chiron in Pisces and Venus in Pisces and Saturn in Pisces and Mercury in Pisces. He had a lot of Pisces energy. So he was kind of out there and he probably felt like he was very different, but he came in and he just kind of blasted us with this new genre of music, which I think was called grunge. Um, and then he became super famous and then he died. He had his north node in Taurus and his south node in Scorpio. So from what I just read to you, his north his 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 life purpose was to find stability, to learn to live with more stability in in his life but to let go of the drama of the past and the sort of that karmic connection to that Plutonian Scorpio world. The other thing about North Node Taurus in his chart is that it was in his eighth house of Scorpio. So he had this kind of interesting flipped dynamic where the North Node was in the opposite house of its rulership. So he had both North Node Taurus and North Node in the eighth house of Scorpio. So it's like having a North Node in Taurus and Scorpio. So then it's also about living life to the fullest. But what I've seen with Taurus energy is that Taurus energy is, um, it's the throat chakra. So a lot of people that have Taurus energy in their chart, in this example, his North Node, they are here to speak and to sing and to share, whether it's through poetry or talking or singing or whatever it is, like the voice becomes, holds this beautiful energy that is supposed to be actually used to express itself, to express its purpose. And that was, you know, that's how was his mission is to really use his throat chakra to like express all of that intense Scorpio energy and bring it through into the world. See, the other example um, I have is Miley Cyrus. So Miley Cyrus, you, you've seen, um, she's a singer, if you don't know her, um, pop singer, um, her genre has totally changed. But when she was younger, she was like, I think in Disney um, and things like that. And so as a young like Disney character artist, they are, you know, they're held by a lot of rules, those kids and being a star, a child star has a lot that comes with it. And so you're, there's kind of a lot of controlling energy, but she is a Sagittarius sun and a Sagittarius North node. So she deep down inside, like her mission and her purpose is to be free. So when you look at this and you see where she's at now, she has completely like said F you to all of her, you know, the people that were maybe in control of her business and her career and her life as she was young and making her sing certain songs a certain way with a certain genre with a certain message. And now she is like completely blasted out of that control and has completely entered into an independent like way of expressing herself through her music. And so that's actually really powerful to see because she's found her freedom so she's living in her purpose with that north node in Sagittarius which is freedom and expanding your horizons and expressing your own truth and that's exactly what she's learned to do the next example is Walt Disney obviously he was the creator of Disney which is like this huge thing and his north node was in Scorpio and his south node was in Taurus and he's it's so funny because Kurt Cobain had north node Taurus in the eighth house and 
south node Scorpio in the second and Walt Disney had north node Scorpio in the second and south node Taurus in the eighth. So that's exactly opposite and backwards. <laughs> it's crazy. But that north node in Scorpio is to learn to live life to the fullest and to manifest it in the world because it was in his second house, which is materializing things like and, and, and finding the value in the material world. So he had this very, like, he had a deep vision. And his job was to learn to live life to the fullest and to help other people do it as well. And he's definitely done that with everything that he created and imagined. And he brought it and he materialized it, which I think is really powerful. The next example I have is um, Lionel Messi, who is a famous soccer player from Argentina. He plays in Barcelona, but when he plays for the World Cup, he plays for the Argentinian team. And he's very famous um, and he's really good. And his north, and he has the story of like, you know, he grew up poor and they they he needed to have these like surgeries in order to like keep playing but they saw talent and so someone invested in him and then he like totally blew up and became famous and this he's amazing soccer player he has his north node in Aries and that's really cool to see because Aries is that athletic energy it's the warrior right it's like the the I'm gonna jump to action that's so um, athleticism is in a Mars ruled energy, which is that Aries North node. And so he embodies that, like he's living his purpose by being this like hero, soccer hero, like this athletic hero. And I think that's so cool to see that. And, and you know, and, his, and he's, it's funny because he has this like beautiful family now and that's his South node in Libra. Like he finds comfort in having his family, but he is also moving towards the North node, which is probably not his comfort zone, but it's his destiny to be this amazing, like gladiator. The Aries to me is like that gladiator energy. And I see that a lot in Lionel Messi. He's also a cancer son. And so family is like really important to him. He, he loves his family and it's beautiful to see all of these little intricacies kind of show up in the chart. Um, and then the last example is Pope Francis who is actually another person from Argentina. How interesting that I picked two people from Argentina. So Pope Francis has his North Node in Sagittarius. And so Sagittarius is that Jupiter-ruled energy, and it rules the ninth house. And he also has his son conjunct his North Node. So his sun is at 25 degrees of Sagittarius and his north node is at 24 degrees and they're connected there and they're very close to, now that I'm looking at it, this is a very close to the galactic center and it's that ofucus energy and this that that is actually the dark feminine, the sacred feminine. But what Sagittarius is, is that wise teacher. It's the sage that, you know, climbs the mountaintop and 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 becomes like the leader of, of a spiritual essence. And I mean, who none other than the freaking Pope, right? To embody that wisdom keeper in incarnate in this reality and what i've heard of him is that he's a very loving pope he's a he's a pope that's very open-minded which is so sagittarius sagittarius wants more knowledge and wants to explore new horizons and you can see that energy just shows up through him i think it's really cool to have a pope that is this wanting to like he wants to also you know change the world in a way because he sees that not everything is like a good setup or a good structure and so Sagittarius just like Miley Cyrus who also has sun and north node in Sagittarius they're like trailblazers because they have this they have this vision of truth and they go to it but they're also open-minded, but they need that freedom. They need that independence. They need that be, to be able to express themselves and to be more, more than anything is to be free, but to have, they have, there's a strong faith 
that comes with that Sagittarius energy. And so he holds that wisdom energy through his sun and his north node in um, Sagittarius. So those are my examples that I wanted to share with you guys. I hope that you really loved this episode. And if you have you know any questions or anything you can always send a, a voicemail through the anchor app or through anchor.fm when you find my podcast and um, remember to also connect with me on my website and definitely get on my email list um, but I hope that you guys have a really beautiful eclipse season which this podcast episode literally launches the eclipse season it is beginning today or you know as you're listening to this you're like feeling the energy like coming off because I'm recording this as we get closer and closer to the eclipse so just remember that we're in very powerful and changing and shifting times of what we can do right now to help us connect is to anchor ourselves to our life purpose and our mission and to know where we stand and to know where we want to go from here so I will leave you with that I hope you have an amazing rest of your week whenever you're listening to this and um, I will see you again next time. Satnam. Thank you so much for listening to the Channel for Grace Uncut podcast. If you loved this episode and this podcast, make sure that you subscribe and leave a review. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube as Channel for Grace, and you can discover a world of amazing offerings on my website. If you want to learn astrology, if you want to learn what it means to discover your inner sacred feminine, if you're curious about the current astrology and how it's affecting you, if you want private readings of astrology and tarot, or or if you're looking for awesome jewelry designs and Zodiac themes jewelry, then please check out my website, channelforgrace.guru. I will see you soon on my next episode. Mm-hmm.